Hey, Bankless Nation, I hope you're ready for a special Bankless episode. David and I are about to go through the biggest moments of 2022 in crypto. David, I am very much looking forward to this episode because look, this is a chance to like review the the year that was, this year of craziness, this this year of corruption, this year of scams, this year of the highest highs and incredibly low lows. And uh, it felt like an entire, like a blur to me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what months of the year, what happened. And so this is a good way to calibrate. It's also for me personally, David, I just want to be done with 2022. Like, can we move on? Can we wipe the slate clean? Can we start again? Yeah, Some that's, closure would be nice. That's exactly what, that, what happens. As soon as, as soon as we get to January, this all goes away and we all get to start <laughs> all over again. We're done there. All right, so we're going to go through the biggest moments of 2022. And uh, David, you were kind enough to put uh, together this program, this kind of, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, ceremony for us and uh, got us through. I think we have 25 or so different moments that we're going to talk about. There's the top five worst moments of 2022. I can't wait to see what you put there. The top five best moments, the five biggest villains. That had to be fun. Yeah. A lot of selections there. The top five heroes, we still have those in crypto. And uh, you've got some honorable mentions here too. Anything else you want to say before we start getting into this? Yeah, this is a, you know, December is a month for reflection. Uh, let's let's go through the biggest events of 2022 for better or for worse, the heroes <laughs> and the villains. And just like, let's make sure that we absorb the lessons so we don't repeat them again. Uh, it is worth noting, Ryan, that the top five villains and top five worst ha- uh, events of 2022 was, that was a, a lot, both of those sections were a lot easier than their their inverse, let me tell you. <laughs> the, wait, t- wait, wait, it's harder to find uh, heroes than villains? It was in 20, because like I wanted it to make it as uh, 2022 specific as possible, right? So I didn't yeah. want to pull back from, from history. So yeah, you can't just be like Satoshi. Right? Yeah, Satoshi Nakamoto, the hero of 2022. <laughs> like, no, he, like not relevant. Uh, yeah. And so it was the villains and the worst moments of 2022 was pretty damn easy. Um, I was also going to do a section of the top most infamous tweets of 2022, but that actually also happened to correlate very, very strongly with the top five villains of 2022. Oh, wow. So the villains were tweeting the evil the, they, tweets. They were the worst tweets. So that <laughs> section has been collapsed. So if you are also interested in seeing the top five worst tweets of 2022, uh, that's going to be the, the villain section. It's all, Stay it's, tuned. It's 2022, all inside of one episode. You ready? Uh, yeah, but before we get there, David, want to shout out uh, some heroes that I know in Bankless, the Bankless community. That is the folks over at Opolis uh, because they are doing something. They're heroes of healthcare and heroes of payroll benefits, and they are providing those to Web3 workers. These are contractors in the Web3 space. Uh, David, tell them a bit more about Opolis, what they do, and how folks can get started with that in December as they move into 2023. As we say at the end of every single Bankless podcast, working on the frontier is risky, especially without healthcare, because there are all of these nation state burdens and these nation state requirements that we all must partake in in order to live our life in this physical world. But if you're working in the metaverse, you kind of need some help to couple your Web3 world and the nation state world. So what do you need? 
You need healthcare as an independent worker. You also need compliance with taxes, payroll stuff, just all of this stuff that you would get if you worked at a very large company. Uh, but since you are a worker on the Web3 frontier, you're an NFT artist, you work in a DAO, you work independently, whatever you, whatever you do, you can use Opolis to get all of your perks of working for a big, big company, yet still be working in the frontier. So what is Opolis? Opolis is a co-op that can help negotiate on your behalf for privileged rates with healthcare and help you with just all of your infrastructure that you need to be a worker. Uh, and so to help you do what you do best, which is creating value and running your business, use Opolis to negotiate for your healthcare and do all these other things that make working in crypto easier. If you sign up for Opolis by December 31st of this year, which is coming up, you need you can get a 1,000 work and 1,000 bank, uh, bank token bonus. Uh, so uh, there's a link in the show notes to go ahead and get started with Opolis. Definitely go do that. All right, David, you know what? We should get right in. Uh, we can cut for breaks later. This is too important, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Got to get to, I think we start here with the top five worst moments gotta get it out of the way 2022 all right let's uh let's do the vegetables before we get to uh the dessert okay top five worst moments and how are we doing this are we going from from uh number five and number counting five. upwards yeah okay. yeah so start, starting with the fifth worst moment and then leading into the worst moments so starting with us. number five number five coming in hot tornado cash a smart contract was deemed illegal by the most powerful nation on the world uh, wow. Tornado Cash was sanctioned. For the first time ever, a smart contract was deemed illegal by the same entity that has the biggest army. Uh, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was that was the fifth worst. Why is it the fifth rather than fourth or third or any, anything more severe than that? Yes. Because I think, I think it could be worse uh, because this gives the crypto industry surface area to fight back. So while it was bad, while this action by the United States removed the ability to access privacy by United States citizens, uh, it also gave us an opportunity. Uh, and so coming in at number five, the tornado cash ban. Let me talk about that opportunity. Actually, it's an opportunity that my co-host David Hoffman is taking, which is to sue the Department of Treasury. David, you spelled treasury wrong in this. Too. Yeah, I, I did. It. I did spell the treasury <laughs> just wrong. Just <laughs> anger and disrespect. Yeah. All right. You don't even get the A in treasury, mm -hmm. treasury department. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And like you said, this is an opportunity to push back and mm -hmm. uh, reestablish our civic rights. Mm -hmm. uh, Americans, if you believe that American citizens or people around the world, whatever nation state jurisdiction you're in, should have the right to interact with smart contract protocols without their nation state, creating a blacklist that effectively makes it illegal for them to do so, particularly on-chain privacy, then you might be supportive of some of the actions that the industry is, is taking to push back. So you're right, David, it's been a great rallying cry. We still have somebody, by the way, uh, in, in jail in the Netherlands, uh, Alexei Pertsev, who is in jail as a result of this, one of the developers behind Tornado Cash, but it gives us an opportunity to kind of stand up for these rights and reestablish them and fight it in the court system, which is exactly where the industry is taking it. So that's number five. Number All right, five, what's next? Yeah. Number four, sadly, there is very little silver lining on this one. Uh, there's no okay. coming back from the Terra Luna collapse, one of the largest capital destruction events in human history. Uh, 50 to $60 billion went to zero over the course of a week. 
Uh, and so we all know, uh, we all know the Terra Luna collapse uh, started in February until it really crescendoed in May, where everything went to zero uh, in May after Doquan. Icarus probably did the biggest Icarusing of all of the 2022 Icarusing, although, I mean, I could, that's debatable. Uh, but Terra Luna collapse, <laughs> uh, again, the biggest, most destructive capital destruction event in, I think, I'm pretty sure in human history. I'm, uh, I'm betting we're going to see Doquan again on this list in some form or fashion. Oh, I yeah, was just, no. this is, this is not Doquan. This is Terra Luna. <laughs> you know what blew, blew me away though, is how fast this happened. Do you yeah. remember? And this yeah. was like textbook collapse. Uh -huh. We had just four weeks previous. So this happened in what, in like May, mm -hmm. it's like first part of May, maybe yep. the end of April, something like this. Uh, wait, this is an August 19th article. Oh, this is a whole this is a recap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, I, I remember it, it well, it happened and not like three weeks prior, maybe four weeks prior, we had this this debate on bankless and there was the bull case and the bear case and, and, and Jordi Alexander was was the bear, somebody from Delphi Digital who's a, a, a Luna Terra a bull was, was the pro. And I remember doing that episode and getting completely slammed by the for what I thought was a, a, yeah. a, yeah, by the lunatic community. Like there was this frenzy of like, hey, ETH Maxi, you, you shouldn't like, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, Jordi Alexander's completely out to lunch, all of these things. And then textbook, this all happened in a week, in 24 hours. It was obvious this thing was collapsing towards zero. And then it, and then it happened, um, pretty crazy event. All right, what do we got? Number three. Number three, three arrows capital triggers all of the contagion that put us into this goddamn mess. Uh, and so, uh, but just, to, just to tie off number four, terror, terror collapse, w reflecting, going, looking backwards, what did we learn? Algorithmic stable coins don't work. That was the big lesson that we walked away with. Going into number three, three arrows capital, what did we learn? Don't put traders on pedestals. No one is a god in this space, no one special. Hubris is the downfall of everyone that crashed in 2022. And this also happened as a result of the Terra Luna collapse. Now, why is this bigger and worse than the Terra Luna collapse? Because of uh, while Do Kwan's toxicity and hubris definitely caused the, ca the uh, destruction of the Terra Luna ecosystem, it was Three Arrows Capital and other hedge funds like Alameda that took that destruction and spread it out to the industry. Because rather than taking the L themselves, Ryan, what did they do? If they had just like taken their, the L and not had, and just like, you know, closed up shop, that would have been one thing. But what did they do? They borrowed from BlockFi. They borrowed from Genesis. They borrowed from anyone who get Voyager, not even a lending service, a centralized exchange. They borrowed from anyone who would ever give them money because they refused to take the L. And so they socialized their losses to the rest of the industry by taking every single credit facility down with them, which ultimately into retail and customer deposits. So three errors capital coming in at number three uh, for spreading all of the contagion and not being willing to take the L. Oh, it's a big list to be on. Number three, coming in at number three. And there were a lot of uh, worst mm. moments in 2022. All right. But uh, tell us about number two, because I'm curious. There's two slots left here. Yeah. Okay. So I know what one of them is going to be, undoubtedly. Yeah. But I'm a little curious what the other one's going to be. Uh, why don't we open up number two? Number two, the Ronin and Wormhole cross-chain bridges hacks. Wormhole got hacked in February of 2022 to the tune of uh, $321 million for the largest hack so far in that bull market. Uh, Wormhole was actually replenished by Jump Capital, uh, which actually ended up being one of the reasons why some of the contagion was so bad because 
Trump didn't have fresh powder to save the industry because they already saved it with wormhole. Wouldn't have been so bad, Ryan, uh, if Ronin also hadn't also been hacked later in that year to the tune of 600 and $15 million of crypto. Over half a billion dollars. This is like those two combined. That's like a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the reasons why the Ronin chain, uh, the Ronin chain is, uh, exploit was so bad uh, was because of the way that private keys were held. Uh, five out of the seven uh, nodes to multi-sig nodes to that was operating the multi-sig cross layer one bridge were all held in the same server. And so when North Korea if you remember, hacked the Ronin sidechain, it was because they put all the private keys online on one server, allowing North Korea to seize $615 million, which Ryan, one of the reasons why this event was so bad was it because it led to the sanctioning of Tornado Cash because the money out of the Ronin sidechain went into Tornado Cash. So because of the incompetence of the Ronin sidechain and these insecurity of uh, layer one bridges, I have to go sue Janet Yellen. <laughs> God damn it. It's, it's all linked together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just gave Treasury sort of an excuse and a reason to take these actions. And what a massive uh, hack. Uh, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna doubt you for putting them at number two and not like Luna and Terra mm -hmm. uh, and Three Hours Capital higher. But I think the justification that that you just gave, like sloppy code, just sloppiness mm -hmm. in general, taking shortcuts, is kind of the common theme that that led to this and uh, two absolutely massive security shortcuts. Even though they were mistakes, uh, they led to some pretty disastrous outcomes for uh, for crypto. So what All did right. we learn? What did we learn with that one with Ronin and Wormhole? Cross-chain bridges are insecure. If we're yes. going to live in a poly-chain, multi-chain world, it's not going to be through a mesh network of insecure one-off bridges. I love that you're teaching along the way. So these aren't just like yes. worst moments. These are uh, teachable moments for us, huh? Because Ryan, I do not want to do 2022 again. <laughs> let's I'm not doing, do this doing my in best 2023. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Well, number one, probably then let's say not only the, the, the number one worst moment of 2022, which is saying something, but also the number one most teachable moment, because David, <laughs> you're going to give us a lesson oh, at sure. the end of whatever's at number one. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. You ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. Ooh, one more. Uh, this is SBF saying a competitor is trying to go after us under false rumors. FTX is fine. Assets are fine. Uh, this was tweeted by SBF on November 7th of 2022, just a few days before Chapter 11 bankruptcy was filed. Uh, as it turns out, assets are not fine. Uh, November 11th, four days later, FTX, FTX US, and Alameda Research, and uh, over 100 more affiliates filed for bankruptcy in Delaware. Uh, not after, Ryan, sending over $70 million into political donations, $135 million to buy the FTX arena naming rights, $256 million in 30 different, uh, 35 different Bahamian real estate properties, and also yeah. <laughs> $300 million into the pocket of FBSBF, all coming with- Personally cashed out. Personally cashed out, yeah. Uh, and so why is this coming in at number one? Not I, only- I think, I think I know why. It, it kind of teaches itself, but okay. just like Three Arrows Capital, what did they do when both Alameda and FTX were going under? They borrowed and they spread the contagion and they took as many people down with them as possible. And so the hubris of FTX took that their their mistakes and they spread it out into the industry and is why the word contagion has been said so many times. The other reason why this is the worst event in 2022 was actually 
it started in 2021. FTX was a fraud to begin with. The, it was, it's becoming pretty damn clear that FTX, the entirety of its lifespan, has always been Sam Bankman Street's personal slush fund starting in 2021. And it wasn't until 2022 uh, that we actually learned that the entire FTX system was a fraud. He defrauded absolutely anyone that would give him, his, him money, investors into the company, uh, customer deposits, uh, anyone that would borrow or, and, and lend against his money. Uh, uh, once he was tapped out all out of those lines of credit, he printed funny money in FTT, whatever he could do to get his hands on cash. Ryan, what did we learn? What did we learn as a result? You know what, what did you learn as a result of FTX? I learned something that I've said on the podcast a few times now but was something I actually learned um, from um, some of the Bitcoin OGs in the space, Andreas Antonopoulos uh, most specifically. And that is this, not your keys, not your coins. Andreas said, when I first entered the space, one of the first things that was impressed upon my mind is you have to use an exchange like a public bathroom. You go in, you do your business, and you get out. You don't leave stuff in the public bathroom. You don't hang out and have a party in the public bathroom. You don't set up lending and borrowing inside of a public <laughs> bathroom, okay? You're in, it's kind of gross, and then you get out and you're done. That, I think, is what was reinforced on me and uh, across the entire crypto industry. It's a good time to do it because we were getting a little complacent and uh, a new generation hadn't learned that that lesson yet and these types of lessons are are certainly uh hard it was a hard lesson to learn we touched the stove and it was very hot but i think that's what we learned what else though i'm sure you've got some other things for us yeah and you can tie this into all the ones above three hours capital and all the contagion uh yield ryan was a black hole that it was happened slowly, but it slowly sucked up and produced a gravitational center into one single point of failure. Uh, so BlockFi got yield from Genesis. A bunch of assets went into BlockFi. BlockFi went under. FTX bought them. So that shifted the black hole from BlockFi to FTX. Alameda plugged up Voyager, shifted the black hole of yield into Alameda. All this yield and all this risk started to collect and converge into one central point. And FTX, as the biggest fraud in this space, ended up being the operator of that black hole uh, because all of the yield oh, it was all just like, hey, you want you want 2%, you want 3%, you want 4%, come give us your money, come give us your money. And as that yield, which again was the theme of the 2020 to 2022 uh, crypto years, was that yield is a yield, 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 yield. And eventually that black hole grew and grew and grew. And that hot potato ended up in the hands of FTX. Uh, and eventually, as interest rates rose, uh, that black hole was no longer able to be hidden uh, because what that hole was, was a hole in the balance sheet. Uh, and so that was really what I learned. It's just the nature of yield and financial contagion and how ultimately it's always going to be caught in one central party. And it only is invisible if it's a centralized exchange, which you can't audit. But guess what, Bankless Nation? We are still here. Crypto mm -hmm. is still here. So the, the black hole of FTX and all of the other worst moments has not swallowed us up. We will be right back with five of the best moments and some more in the, in the Bankless 2022 top moments of the year. But before we do, we want to thank the sponsors that made this episode possible. 
Arbitrum 1 is pioneering the world of secure Ethereum scalability and is continuing to accelerate the Web3 landscape. Hundreds of projects have already deployed on Arbitrum 1, producing flourishing DeFi and NFT ecosystems. With the recent addition of Arbitrum Nova, gaming and social dApps like Reddit are also now calling Arbitrum home. Both Arbitrum 1 and Nova leverage the security and decentralization of Ethereum and provide a builder experience that's intuitive, familiar, and fully EVM compatible. On Arbitrum, both builders and users will experience faster transaction speeds with significantly lower gas fees. With Arbitrum's recent migration to Arbitrum Nitro, it's also now 10 times faster than before. Visit Arbitrum.io where you can join the community, dive into the developer docs, bridge your assets, and start building your first dApp. With Arbitrum, experience Web3 development the way it was meant to be. Secure, fast, cheap, and friction-free. The Brave Wallet is your secure multi-chain on-ramp into Web3 and is built directly into the Brave privacy browser. Gone are the days of managing multiple wallet extensions that put you at risk of phishing, spoofs, and tracking. With the Brave Wallet, you can securely manage your crypto assets across more than 100 different chains, including Ethereum, Layer 2s, Solana, and more, all without downloading risky extensions. The Brave Wallet is easy to set up and removes the headache of jumping between wallets and extensions. It's lightweight, but packed with great features like built-in token swaps, buying and holding NFTs with a gallery view, and support for hardware wallets. But also much more than that, because Brave is shipping new features every single month with a mission to make Web3 easier to navigate for its over 55 million users. Wallet extensions are a thing of the past. So get started with Brave's Web3 Ready browser today and experience a decentralized web seamlessly without all the clutter. You can download the browser at brave.com bankless and click the wallet icon to get started. If you've been listening to Bankless, you know that we're fans of the modular blockchain thesis. The idea that blockchains will separate execution from data availability and consensus, allowing all three to become the best versions of themselves. And Fuel has built the fastest modular execution layer in the industry. By supporting parallel transaction execution, Fuel unlocks significantly faster throughput for the Web3 world. Fuel also goes beyond the limitations of the EVM with its own Fuel VM which is more efficient and optimized, opening up the design space for developers. And lastly, Fuel brings a powerful developer experience with its own domain-specific language, Sway, and a supportive toolchain called Fork. With Fuel, you can have the benefits of smart contract languages like Solidity while adopting the improvements made by the Rust tooling ecosystem, letting the Fuel development environment go beyond the limitations of the EVM. If you want to learn more, there's a link in the show notes to see how you can get involved with the Fuel network. All right, guys, going through the 22, uh, 22 most memorable moments. Here we are with the top five best moments. Uh, count us off at number five. What are we looking at, David? What's number five best moment? Number five, the crypto industry shows up when it comes time to fight against totalitarianism. Uh, tens, $54 million of crypto donated to the co entire country of Ukraine uh, when uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, and crypto industry, while all the banks and all the traditional pay payment rails were too slow to do anything effective, tens of millions of dollars poured in USDT, Bitcoin, Ether, uh, stable coins, a crypto punk was all donated to Ukraine uh, to fund their military, to help move people away from, from uh, the front lines and to overall help support a minority country against a much bigger bully. And it actually ended up hugely moving the needle. I believe it was one of the, the first uh, arrivals of extra aid on the scene was uh, uh, metal like um, bulletproof jackets, bulletproof armor uh, was paid for from crypto. 
uh, to, I think, a neighboring country, Poland. And the re reason why that was able to get done so quickly and to get bulletproof jackets to the front line so quickly was because how crypto is permissionless and instantaneous payment rail. So coming in at the best moments of uh, 2022, number five, crypto helps fight against totalitarianism. Also, while NFTs were all kind of down bad and kind of tainted, the most expensive NFT ever sold in 2022 and 2021 was this very simple NFT of the Ukraine flag auctioned off for $6.5 million in Ether uh, to help support Ukraine DAO, which really I actually didn't know. That was, the, that was the biggest one, huh? Yep, yep, biggest exactly. NFT ever. Most expensive What's NFT. Really cool is after this too, Ukraine passed some legislation that was very pro-crypto. Um, like loosening crypto, any crypto restrictions. And um, so, I mean, the entire country took this very favorably. All right. Um, well, let's talk about number four. What are we looking at, David? Coming in at number four, L2s, the Ethereum layer two ecosystem finally passes the layer one in transaction activity. There's not really any one moment, Ryan, when we can like slap the gavel on the table and say that layer twos are here. They all kind of came independently. Optimism, Arbitrum, Polygon, ZK Sync. When did they all kind of arrive? Well, their alpha led to their beta. One came before the other. When did the L2 moment finally come? I'm declaring that it came when the total transactional volume of layer twos surpassed the transactional volume of layer one. And that happened just earlier this year, I believe in November or October of this year. That's uh, when it happened in a sustained way. You see some spikes earlier mm -hmm. than that, but yeah, in a sustained way in October, actually. Yeah. And so L2s finally passing the L1 in transaction activity. This is in stark contrast, Ryan, to one of the worst moments of 2022, the Ronin and Wormhole sidechain bridge hacks. Uh, and so we are already still solving the problem uh, that centralized layer ones and layer one bridges created for us. Uh, and so coming in at number four, layer twos pass the Ethereum layer one in transaction act activity, uh, officially saying that layer twos are now here. All right, what's number three? <sighs> number three, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, TikTok, all adopted NFTs. As it, as it turned out, Ryan, uh, when you and I were predicting what was going to cause the bull market, uh, the next bull market, we were like, DeFi, DeFi, DeFi. We weren't wrong, but we kind of didn't really see NFTs coming <laughs> into how integratable they were into Web2. So one by one, the biggest uh, platforms of the internet, Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all integrated NFTs. Uh, so they, NFTs really are the Trojan horse for all of crypto to get into these social media giants. Huge deal for all of that to happen in 2022. Some huge, hugely bullish uh, news there. But okay, bring us to number two, David. I, I know what one of these is going to be. Mm -hmm. Let's see if let's see if I'm right. Number two, the merge. The merge finalized probably the greatest, most significant upgrade to any public blockchain ever went off without a hitch. Uh, so seven years in the making, proof of stake finally came to Ethereum. The proof of stake system, unlike any other blockchain out there, uh, the most making Ethereum the most secure blockchain in existence with the fastest time and most uh, highest amount of settlement assurances. Bankless listeners will know the whole name of the game in the crypto industry is settlement assurances, settlement assurances, settlement assurances. With proof of stake Ethereum, Ethereum has the strongest settlement insurances in all of crypto, which means the strongest property rights. It costs billions of dollars to go backwards six minutes on the Ethereum blockchain. Also, of course, as we know, uh, with the merge, the Ether issuance went down to its absolute theoretical minimum. Uh, Hazu's tweet here says, ETH is now the commodity money 
the lowest rate of supply inflation. That is the definition of ultra sound money. Uh, and that happened, Ryan, in 2022. Yeah, so that is number number two. That is huge, man. Do you remember that? That was like uh, September. And th mm -hmm. th th this was a Vitalik's tweet, September 15th. And that was at 3 a.m. Eastern, 2.59 a.m. Uh, East time. And I know you were on the Ethereum Foundation live stream. Um, I was plugged in watching. I, I woke up in the middle of the night to to kind of watch this and witness history. I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. I mean, yeah. there's like 30 to 40,000 people on the stream mm. watching this happen. And it was kind of cool. Like it was it was really at this stage, it was uh, all of the settlers. The tourists had kind of left because this is in the wake of some major crypto collapses. And I think uh, I'll for, forever remember 22 for that reason, September 2022, mm. when the merge happened. It's also the moment when... Uh, what was that electricity stat? Something like 0.2% of all electric, uh, electrical energy consumed yes. uh, just went away because Ethereum stopped stopped consuming so much of it. Also underappreciated is how regular the Ethereum blocks are. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Ryan, but how easy and consistent it is to get a transaction in on Ethereum these days. And that is a combination of EIP-1559 and proof of stake the merge. A commenter in chat, Token Show, said, had a nerd garage party in LA. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that very, very checks out. Are you, ready for, are you ready for number one, Ryan? Yes. Give us number one. What's number one, David? You got to save number one for the end, man. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. So this is uh, the, We're not doing the biggest right rug pull of the Bankless episode <laughs> series. Number one is going to be saved. The biggest and best moment in 2022. All right. You got to save that one for the end. That one's, right. that one's well, coming so at the end. It's coming. David's not going to perma rug us. All right. No. It's just a delay. It's not a rug. Um, all right. Well, the next category, I think is villains top right about that? five villains of top 2022 five villains. Yes, yes yes all right yes. give it to us uh number five and i i know probably who all the names are i just don't know in what order you're going to put them mm -hmm. uh maybe there's some question about some of the names actually so give us number five Coming in hot at number five, you got to go with Richard Hart twerking his ass <laughs> in your face in a, a Gucci tracksuit. Uh, this guy just exudes what's exuberance and just cockiness. Exuberance? And, and in your face, just assholeness. Uh, and <laughs> for some reason, he's been able to convince a whole community of hexagons that he is a Chad and he was right about everything. Uh, so not only is he creating systems that take money from your pocket, to his pocket uh, he's also convincing an army of hexagons that he's somehow good uh, at the same he, time he's also convinced uh them that um he, he managed to make you cry on a bankless episode yeah David. that's true that's true yeah that, that's part of it uh, so like yeah this... top five villains as in like top five worst people but also to some degree you gotta give him credit richard hart is a really good <laughs> villain <laughs> he's very villain. successful well, he's still around <laughs> yeah he's still here somehow he's just like out doing his uh continuing the hex um scam mm -hmm. like ponzi whatever it is uh and uh i can't wait for him to tweet this by the way this is yeah. turning into a clip too. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. Number five, villain, Richard, Richard Hart. You are number five. Well done. Congrats. Congrats, Richard. You, des so you deserve you this one. You got something. All right. And uh, with uh, with an esteemed group of colleagues. So who's number four, David? Number four. This one's, uh, this one's my favorite. Uh, Alex Mashinsky <laughs> wearing specifically a Banks Are Not Your Friends t-shirt. Well, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he was not wrong. That is that. Is, again, well done, Alex. You called it. You saw, saw yep. for what it is. Banks yep. are definitely... You just forgot to tell us that you are also a bank. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. So Alex Wachinski, of course, the CEO, founder 
of Celsius, uh, who is uh, just being a huge populist saying banks are not your friends while well, he created a bank. Uh, and reminder, Ryan, that the Celsius ex executives, including uh, Alex Mashinsky, all withdrew millions of dollars just days before Celsius filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and froze customer withdrawals out of Celsius. So yeah, well, well done. Huge, successful year for Alex Mashinsky. He's not in jail. Walking number free. Number four villain. Well, number and four I would have called this the worst bank maybe I've ever seen in my Ooh. lifetime, the worst crypto bank, but, but, but then that, something else happened later yeah. in the year. So. The, for, the, the worst crypto bank from uh, May of 2022 <laughs> to November of 2022. Yeah. You got a good five month reign on that, mm -hmm. Alex. Banks are not your friends. Um, I'm going to get that shirt by the way, <laughs> just wear it unironically. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. All right. Uh, give us number three then. Villains number three. List. Okay. Ryan, this is also when we simultaneously do the top tweets, the most infamous tweets of 2022. So okay, not only so we are we- to see the villain so, uh, yes, in action. Number three, number two, and number one all had the top five worst tweets of 2022. <laughs> okay. So are you ready for this? Yeah. Coming in at number two, the pair, the duo themselves, Suzu and Kyle Davies. Here's Kyle Davies. Again, tweeting exact truth in May of seven, May seventh of twenty twenty two. Couple more liquidations, then up only. I love how they're telling us in advance. Banks are not your friends. A couple more liquidations, and they're May just 7th. giving it to us, man. Yeah, <laughs> they've told us the whole time. Oh. Wow, Kyle and and Suzu, they're they're uh, one unit to you, huh? Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, Kyle Davies and Suzu. Here's Suzu's most famous tweet. Uh, yes, I have abandoned Ethereum in the past, despite supporting it yes ethereum has abandoned its users despite supporting them in the past the idea of sitting around jerking off while watching the burn and concocting purity tests while newcomers can can't afford the chain is gross well i feel personally attacked by that last sentence but also uh you know what's gross is uh completely screwing over your investors and dragging the entire industry with you on the way down and that's what what that's what suzu and kyle davies did they're kind of in the midst of what feels like a little bit of a uh a comeback to her trying or something yeah i think people um, are, are rejecting that comeback people thought it was cute and then people really and then people are like oh like th three o's capital suzu they're back wait what are my values <laughs> <laughs> let's just hold on to that for a little bit longer okay guys yeah. let's just hold it give, give us another year give us all of 2023 yeah. <laughs> before this industry goes crazy again all right what's number two david oh god uh, i couldn't really pick out the worst, the, the worst tweet out of this guy because he has so many so this guy's got five tweets who do you think it is this guy has five no, tweets. No, number two he's got five I know tweets who he is now you gave yeah, it away yeah uh number coming this in is... hot at number two doquan <laughs> the man who tweeted out, by my hand, die will die. The guy who destroyed tens of billions of dollars of a stablecoin because, of course, algorithmic stablecoins don't work and the MakerDAO community knew it. And he tweeted out just about six weeks before the collapse of Terra Luna, by my hand, die will die. Die will you, die. If you just scroll down just a little bit, Ryan, is you'll, a you'll see Hoffman? a response saying, my money, my money is, is on die. die. <laughs> David Hoffman, <laughs> but but what were the responses to your response? I bet you got a lot of like. Oh, we, uh, no, we got that. You don't you don't got to scroll down. We got that. We got that linked up in the. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. it's all here uh -huh. because he led a whole army. That's part mm -hmm. of Do Kwan's right. villainous behavior. Okay, mm -hmm. what other tweets we have? Uh, of course, uh, deploying more capital, steady lads. May 9th, the last few hours of the whole entire Terra <sighs> Luna ecosystem. Deploying more capital, steady lads. Ryan, do you know where he got that capital? Um, the capital that he's guess. deploying okay wait 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 i'm i'm just sorting out my villains and my scammers from last year where did he get this 
this capital. Um, no, VC. Wait, no. He probably got it from um, one of our other friends, Kyle Davies, Suzu, FTX, Alameda. Yeah, like so he whole... got it from selling UST to Alameda and Avalanche and for all those AVAX tokens. But where did he get the money to buy all of that money? He printed it out of thin air. Oh, UST. Okay. Uh, while there was an algorithmic stablecoin with backing of Luna and UST, he printed and minted UST out of thin air, sold huh. the, that UST into the market to buy Bitcoins, to buy locked Avalanche, Avalanche tokens. Oh, no, they weren't locked. Just kidding. Um, and that was the treasury for the Luna Guard Foundation. So he paid for $48,000 Bitcoin. And it went, when it came time to deploy that capital to defend the peg, the peg that he disrupted by minting UST in the first place, that same Bitcoin that he bought was worth about half as much as when he bought it from. So not only did he print funny money, which actually was the trigger of the collapse of his own ecosystem, the thing that he bought lost half of its value when it came time to be defensive. The worst possible central banker in history. Absolutely. Name yes. me a worse central banker. You couldn't find worse in the Weimar Republic. This is like yeah. banker scammer, mm -hmm. like just terrible. Uh, uh, don't worry. That's we'll, only that's uh, only the second of five tweets. Uh, so, <laughs> so here's, I think one of my most favorite memes out of 2022, which is Doquan tweeting out by my hand, die will die on top of a grave. And then die is the guy giving the peace sign over the grave. <laughs> Oh, all right. And we have one more tweet. Yeah. So this is Mike Novogratz getting the Terra Luna tattoo and mm, my co-host Ryan well. Sean Adams, just, you know, instincts so sharp saying this tweet makes me question everything I thought I knew about it crypto. It legitimately did. Yeah. I, this was an honest tweet, 100% honest. Yeah. And then Do Kwan coming in. Don't worry, Ryan. It wasn't much. You didn't know much about crypto. How'd that make you feel, Ryan, in that moment? You know what? Um, and look at kind of it. Look, you got, I got ratioed on Twitter. Big time. You know, that, that happens. I got, mm -hmm. you know, six to six to uh, sorry, three to one ratioed on Twitter, basically in this. And, um, you know, I had to like, you got me. But then um, a few months later, it turned out he to got, be. Got. Yeah. And I would not have wanted to support this tattoo into 2023. Uh, that, that tattoo is um, kind of a relic of, of 2022. And, uh, you know, Do Kwan apparently did not know very much about, about crypto, the Algo yeah. stablecoin he was running or about crypto or about crypto values. You would think um, he did, because if you remember, this was not the first Algo stablecoin that he spun up and ran. He also saw Basis Cash algorithmic stablecoin go to David, zero. just people were so dumb at that time. <laughs> Can I just say that? Like, this industry was so dumb. Like, we are much smarter right now. And it, I don't know, like, it's this is why i'm not sad about 2020 like 2022 needed to happen yeah. this was january this kind of crap was going on we needed this yeah, don't get a tattoo of a cryptocurrency don't do that uh okay but last tweet out of do Kwan because there were too many good ones wait really yeah uh-huh so this was this was uh, his response to me saying uh <laughs> my money is on die uh and he just goes oh no effing way and then he gave <laughs> me the bicycle helmet uh whatever that means or no like the the excuse the word the smush redacted brain. brain smush brain uh saying that oh that's exactly what an eth maxi would think yeah, uh, only an ETH maxi would bet on something he has already lost. Uh, my die that I have uh, is still one dollar, Ryan. Actually. Really? Yeah. Hasn't gone to zero. Hasn't, yeah, hasn't, hasn't gone died. to zero. Yeah. Has All right, so died. that's number. Two, that's, that's number. number two. The second worst villain, mm -hmm. and obviously we know who the first worst yeah, is. So course. why don't you just tell us? Why don't you just share it? Coming in at number one, the worst villain of 2022, this the guy, guy that tweets out, "I'll buy as much soul as you have right now at three dollars. Sell me all you want." 
then go fuck off. You know why he said that, Ryan? You know why he was able to say that? Because uh, he was he taking was in customers' Bitcoin and Ether. Depositors' money. And buying Solana with it to pump that thing to the absolute moon. Of course he tweeted this out. He controlled this? the price. Also, January 10th. Mm -hmm. Tell me, like, less, like a year ago, mm -hmm. this needed to happen. Go mm -hmm. on. Go on, though. Uh, well, this yeah. was January twentieth of tenth uh, of twenty twenty one, but uh, oh, I, I okay. could I couldn't ignore the tweet. The reason why this tweet's in there is because of the Coin Mamba tweet right below it, uh, which says, "I'll buy everything you have at three dollars. Sell me all you want, because that is <laughs> the value of Sam Bankman Fried's current net worth, uh, three dollars." Uh, followed, followed up by probably one of the most infamous tweets, perhaps infamous tweet number one. How did he do this? <laughs> number one parenthesis what? <laughs> That's the Why tweet. do you do this? That's this whole thing. The what happened? Uh, it's just wasted so much of my time, David. For this, what was the payout? Absolute, absolute. And just, 40 chess. We have some stuff to talk about on the roll up, by the way. I don't mm -hmm. think this man was playing 40 chess. No. I think this man was playing like Jenga for toddlers. So like, he would, I don't so think he had a master plan. As somebody who's played many, many thousands of games of chess, Ryan, yeah. it's actually really hard to play chess against beginners because you just don't know what the hell they're doing. That's what he feels like. Yeah, mm -hmm. He just didn't know what the hell he was doing. Right. Anyway, by evidence of the fact that he tweeted, um, I don't, do I have this out? Um, uh, Bankman Freed. This is a tweet from Ryan Selkis hours before he was literally arrested said this and i quote i don't think i will be arrested <laughs> Sam he's now free. in jail he's now in jail now arrested as right. of yesterday um, and that's how we finished the year incredible fine that's a great way to finish the year okay richard hart alex mashinsky suzu kyle davies do Kwan, spf those were your villains those were the villains crypto mm -hmm. uh, we met them we got to know them we're leaving most of them behind in 2022 mm -hmm. and we can move on let's talk about the heroes ryan i think uh well the, we got the heroes left uh, we're going to go through all five of them. Also, five honorable mentions. Best supporting actor in a comedy, Normie brand of the year. Uh, the biggest oof of 2022. The most influential and the best memes of 2022. And also, we got to revisit the top moment of the year. But first, Ryan, we have to talk to some of these sponsors to help you go bankless because we all need it these days. Sequence is the all-in-one developer platform you need to build Web3 games and applications. For your users, Sequence is a smart wallet and it's the easiest, most intuitive onboarding your users will ever experience and comes with all the features users need to feel empowered in the Web3 world. Multi-chain support, NFT display, and users can buy SFTs, NFTs, and crypto directly with a credit or debit card. For developers, Sequence is the plug-and-play platform for Web3 games and apps. Their APIs let you bring NFTs, SFTs, and tokens tokens into your game or application. And a Sequence Relayer enables gasless transactions for your users. Sequence already powers some of the best Web3 games like Skyweaver, NFT projects like CoolCats, and marketplaces like NiftySwap. And Sequence is compatible with all the EVM chains, including Ethereum, Polygon, Binance Smart Chain, Arbitrum, Optimism, and Avalanche. So go to sequence.xyz to get started unlocking the full potential of your application today. The reality today is that five corporations control the entire world of social media. They own our names, they restrict our content, they monitor our every move. And their time is up, thanks to our sponsor, Deso. Deso is a layer one blockchain built from the ground up to decentralize and scale social networks. With Deso, you can own your own identity, content, and social graph, and take it with you across hundreds of applications already built on the censorship resistant Deso blockchain. Deso's storage advantages make it finally possible to build infinite state applications applications that can efficiently store 
and index large amounts of content and data fully on-chain. Deso also offers multiple crypto-native monetization primitives for developers and creators, including social NFTs, social DAOs, social tokens, and social tipping. So in order to experience the social layer of Web3, go to Deso.com and claim your username. That's D-E-S-O.com. TruFi is DeFi's largest credit protocol, connecting global lenders with institutional-grade lending opportunities. TruFi has completed over $1.7 billion in originations and paid out nearly $35 million to lenders, proving that DeFi is ready to take its next big leap into the $8 trillion credit market. TruFi gives lenders like you access to sustainable, high-yield opportunities backed by real-world investments, usually reserved for high-net-worth individuals. At the same time, fund managers use TruFi's financial infrastructure to bring their portfolios on-chain, benefiting from the global liquidity, cost savings, and transparency of DeFi. TruFi is a decentralized financial utility. The protocol is owned and governed by the TruFi DAO, and TruFi is here to bring DeFi into the golden age, bridging the power and access of crypto with institutional-grade lending opportunities and portfolio tooling. Explore the diverse financial opportunities available on TruFi or launch your own portfolio at TruFi.io. All right, on to the good news of the year. Who are the heroes? the heroes of 2022. Ryan, I put Michael Saylor as number five, which I think might be a, a decent surprise to most people. But I, I think Michael Saylor is one of the heroes of 2022. The man took a $3.5 billion loss to the face and kept on buying. Uh, if that is not... Does this sound like a reverse <laughs> compliment, like a backhanded compliment now? <laughs> Thank you for taking a 35 Four billion dollar hit for crypto, Michael Saylor. Hey, man, is that what you're saying, David? Hey, he every every person comes into the crypto industry. They buy the top and they then they lose it because crypto goes down. Uh, but you know, Michael Saylor's here for the long term because he's still buying. Man, I'm not saying he's he's my, a believer. He's a believer. He's okay. a believer. Uh, he got he got Elon Musk to buy Twitter. He's the number to one. To buy Twitter? Or oh, Bitcoin? excuse me, to buy Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, he is the number one holder of Bitcoin in existence by a long shot, holding a current value of $2.3 billion of crypto with a cost of Bitcoin with a cost basis of $4 billion. And he is still buying. He's just like us. He's, He's just down, like, like us. Greater than 50%. Wow. Even after dollar cost averaging in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, like you got to give it to him. Like Look, he's unequivocally one of the most bullish people in crypto. <clears throat> I don't get it. I'll be honest. <laughs> like I don't get a lot of the things that he does, but I can't say I disagree that he's on your list. And look, when we talk about bankless, it's it's heroes for everybody. Mm -hmm. This might not be the the Ethereum community. He's not. He's hero. not my hero. But <laughs> he's not I, he's, he's kind of a Chad. You got to give it to him. Okay. <laughs> Look at Sailor on this list, huh? Uh -huh. Where is he? MicroStrategy number one. Not even close, dude. There is no second best. Uh, all right, who we got? Number four. Number four. We got to go with. Okay, this one is one of my heroes, Anthony Cesano. And you know why I think Anthony Cezano is a hero? Uh, wow. And I'll, I'll take this, uh, this line from out of Kobe's book. Because uh, Anthony Cezano makes a YouTube video about Ethereum 30 every minutes day. long every single day and writes a newsletter just himself every single day, day in, day out. He scans crypto Twitter and updates you as to the state of Ethereum, the progress of Ethereum, the progress of crypto every damn day. Day. The consistency behind this man is absolutely insane. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. That just that just exudes a hero. Do, hey, do you want to yeah. know a fun fact about um, Anthony? Actually, tell me. So I was doing um, uh, some 
fun time with mid journey uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, you know, the AIs like to hang yep. out, uh-huh. right, David. Yep. So fun time with, uh, uh, mid journey and myself. And I typed in David and Ryan, David Hoffman, Ryan, Sean Adams, bankless podcast. Mm-hmm. And like, cause I wanted to get like what mid journey would paint us as mm-hmm. it got you pretty perfectly, yeah. but it kept putting Anthony's beard on me. Oh really? <laughs> and, I, you a beard? Yeah, and I think that's because like it confused me and Anthony in some way, or like maybe because Anthony's been on bankless stream so many wow, times. Oh wait, so I want to like, go check this our out. faces together. You got to check our um, Discord ch- oh, channel. Oh, I'm, I'm looking uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you see it? Uh, yeah, I. He kept it. putting a beard on me, yeah. even when I was like mid journey, no beard, no beard. Wow. Yeah. Beard that, yeah. I don't know, man. Sasano's everywhere. I'm going to have to talk to Anthony about that. Anyways, yeah. tip of the hat to Anthony Sasano. Uh, he's supremely useful for staying up on the frontier of Ethereum. Uh, and so he's coming in at number four heroes of 20. Okay, number four, three. Who do we got? Another influencer? Uh, well, we're all influencers if you've got like Are a we? Twitter account over $10,000. Coming in at number three, <laughs> got to give this one to Kobe. Uh I think uh, uh, Kobe, I mean, everyone knows who Kobe is. Uh, to say Crypto that he doesn't, he doesn't give get credit is, I mean, he definitely gets a lot of credit. But I just want to remind people, uh, Kobe, for a while, went on this stint where he would go and live stream and have thousands of people watch his stream. And he would stream the streams of, of normies, uh, musicians who had anywhere between like 10 and 100 views. Uh, and he would tell his stream army to go watch their stream, try and it, like do a little Easter egg hunt where they would like pester them saying, hey, download MetaMask, download MetaMask. And the musician would be like super confused. Like, why, why first off, are there thousands of people in my stream that like I only have 10 to 100 people for? Why are they all trying to get me to download MetaMask? And the ones that do it, they would send them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and so Kobe would go out and just like send his his uh, stream armies into just like normal people who want to be creative musicians uh, and uh, just donate. Uh, one musician received two hundred thousand dollars after his Twitch raid. Uh, the, uh, we got a tweet pulled up that's of Kobe. Uh, <laughs> linking out to this one musician's uh, 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 Ethereum address or ETH address that they had just downloaded. Uh, There was just another one where uh, somebody held up a a sign saying, thank you, Crypto Twitter, uh, for the donations to pay for healthcare for like one of the dads or something. Also, Kobe funded the lawsuit against BitBoy. So BitBoy, remember when BitBoy sued that YouTuber who tried to expose him, uh, Atozi? He's uh, Atozi on August 23rd of this year. says, I wish I didn't have to make this thread, but I'm being sued by YouTube BitBoy Crypto for a video I made roughly nine months ago about how he promoted a project called PAMP. Uh, And then somebody tags Kobe, so Kobe will notice it. And Kobe goes... I'll send $100,000 or something later when I'm at my PC. Uh, a few hours later, he follows up with a tweet that says sent. Uh, Kobe funded this guy with $100,000. BitBoy, as a result of this, dropped his lawsuit. And Kobe let the guy keep the money to pay for a vacation or something. So got to give it to Kobe. Actually, most of this happened. Uh, the BitBoy happened in 2022. Some of the, uh, the music streaming happened in 2021. He's also got a fantastic Substack writing some of the most clear and sober in thought analysis of crypto. Uh, if you want to level up in crypto, Kobe's Substack is fantastic. Uh, so you got to give it to him. Coming in number three, Heroes of 2022, Kobe. There you go, Kobe. Um, all right, we've got some other people on the list too, maybe specifically, because we have two more slots. Mm-hmm. Who is number two, David? Uh, coming in at number two, Zach XBT, the guy that you do not want sleuthing around your Ethereum address. 
Uh, he has a Notion site where he has all of his victims, uh, I'll call them victims, uh, and it's, again, a Notion that you do not want to be on, all of his on-chain analysis. So if you don't know who Zach XPT is, he is a guy that makes sure that influencers, pump and dumpers, VCs, people aren't dumping on retail in ways that are illicit or bad. Uh, this is a guy that this is a crypto self-regulating. While we're kind of waiting for regulators to catch up, Zach XBT is making sure that people like BitBoy are not dumping on people when they totally are. He's, uh, a, so vigilante he's a vigilante. He cares, he cares about this industry. Mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, she, they, them, we don't actually know because he's in a completely anonymous account, which is fantastic too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's caught a lot, hasn't he? He he has probably. It's kind of hard to say if he's saved money. Uh, he's definitely created the very strong incentive to not be a shiller pump and dumper. That's uh, saving money. That's, that's, that's just holding money, holding yeah. the industry accountable. Oh, exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's, and it's very hard to do it in this space, and there's a reason why that guy has to be old. Oh, he's also the guy that discovered. That the ex Quadringa founder, the scam artist, can't remember his name, was zero x Sifu out of Wonderland. He was that guy, uh, and that I'm happened. So glad we know year. that. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, invaluable. Um, all right, so our number one biggest hero for 2022, who's filling the slot, David? I can't give it to one person, Ryan. Uh, okay. So we gave it to the cohort of the Ethereum developers who helped ship so much in 2022, mainly the merge. Give it a hand to all Ethereum developers that's out there. Such Big so move. huge. Crypto was absolutely insane in 2022, but the Ethereum developers kept their heads down and shipped the merge. This is uh, how uh, I'm just going to butcher some of these names. Yeah, just don't even say all the names. You don't have to, David, but we'll show uh, you. Xiao, Xiao Wang, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, okay. She first off created the uh, merge pandas meme. Uh, she works at uh, Consensus Layer Specs and made the, made the merge meme. Uh, Paritosh, uh, uh, Par uh, I'm so sorry, uh, led the testing of the beacon chain helped coordinate all of the shadow forks marius of course coming up next also led the connection between the consensus layer clients and geth you got ben edgington leading the Teku client you have tim bako helping coordinate the merge you got danny ryan helping coordinate the merge there are so many people who worked on the merge that are just simply not this enough guy right here danny ryan i give a big hand to danny and tim of course uh so many people helped ship the merge Again, some of them look at what we do on the application layer and they're like, God damn it, these crypto degenerates. Yeah, uh, yet they, they help us ship the merge anyway. So anyone who's ever helped with the merge, and that includes all the listeners running full nodes, validating nodes, staking nodes, anyone who tested the merge, if you helped in the merge, absolutely thank you. Tip of the hat. Uh, it was one of the most foundational innovations out of the crypto space. Uh, so thank you so much. David, give us uh, the, so so that was our, our biggest heroes. We went through the villains, and now we got the heroes. Give us some honorable mentions, some things that didn't quite make the regular list, but are in a category of their own. What do you got here? Uh, coming in uh, at best supporting actor in a comedy, <laughs> Gary Gensler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no, we oh, can't get his picture. We him. can't get his picture up. Gary oh, Gensler. By the law. Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy, uh, uh, Peter, uh, I just want to give a, a hand to, to Michael Wong. Uh, 
uh, to, who came up with that name. Uh, supporting actor, as in like he's not a crypto person, he's outside of the space. Uh, supporting, as in very much an influence onto all of the things that made 2022, 2022, uh, did not allow the GBTC become, to become an ETF, has provided absolutely zero clarity as to what is a security token, yet is charging exchanges with listing security tokens, net yet not listing what they are telling people to come come knock on his door and come into the to his office so we can work together uh and so then he oh, can like, sue you uh making an absolute farce out of this industry uh, and so best supporting actor in a comedy gary gensler all right gary uh you made the list and seriously come on bankless sometime in 2023 God, look at that photo man that is a creepiest he looks like the penguin it's, out of back it's classic Batman. it's uh perfect um all right what else we got normie brand of the year Yes. You gotta give this one to Budweiser, who paid 30 <laughs> ETH for beer.eth. They bought a nouns before nouns were cool, Ryan. Uh, they put yep. that in the nouns classes in the Super Bowl. They bought some very esoteric, very niche, high culture memes. So Normie Brand of the Year, who absolutely killed it on the NFT front. They actually got Budweiser. the beer, the yes. beer um, pint head yes. on the their noun. Yes, they killed wow. it. Whoever Taste. was leading NFT strategy at Budweiser absolutely well G give done them a I, raise. Don't, I don't know what you're not getting a raise better. after this year hold out yeah. for 2024 okay congratulations <laughs> sir you get to keep your job <laughs> no pay raise for you but you are not getting fired <laughs> um all right that's awesome yeah. that that okay what's another honorable mention here uh biggest oof you ready for the biggest oof of 2022? I, I feel like we did a lot of oofs. No, this one, this else? one's appropriate. Like other right. stuff is like facepalm. My God, uh, self existential What have crisis. we done? Yes, yeah, this is just like a big oof. Okay. This is the at? worst NFT project ever. Pixelmon and Kevin. <laughs> it's Kevin the Pixelmon. Did this come out in uh, February? Yeah, this was February of this year. Of this year. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And okay, what was the joke with Pix Pixelmons and with Kevin? Is like they, the art had yet to be released or mm -hmm. something like this, and everyone had spent a whole bunch of money on this like pixelmon it was supposed yep. to, what, what it was, was a 3e e floor it was a 3 eth mint which was extremely <laughs> expensive this was in february of 2022 uh so oh. this was near all-time high so 3 yeah. eth was something like eight thousand plus dollars uh, and it was going to be like Pokemon plus Minecraft. The art was extremely hyped. It turned out to be just a bunch of libraries of code pulled off the shelves and some very bare bones work. Uh, and Kevin, who is a Pixelmon, was deemed to be so bad. I think that's so what the bad. internet named him. I don't know that that was, is this Pixelmon actually called Kevin? It doesn't even matter anymore. Even this is Kevin to us. So Kevin Kevin was deemed to be so incredibly atrocious uh, that it's Look went full circle and is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zach, this this whole Pixelmon thing was uh, a subject of. Look at that price chart at the very end. That thing yeah. goes absolutely just straight down to oh, zero wow. as that, it's that revealed. That reminds me of 2022. Yeah. That chart right there. It's yeah. a familiar pattern. Yeah. So Pixelmon was actually a subject of a Zach XBT investigation to see where all those funds flowed, being deemed a pretty damn obvious cash grab. Um, did you know, Ryan, you can still buy a Kevin? A Kevin? There's more than there, one? No, I think, I think there might be just one Kevin. Yeah. Well, that's actually pretty cheap for this kind of this level of culture. Uh, 1.6 ETH. Yeah, I hope that's the um, right link. Um, but yeah, well, best look, offer we at really 1.6 ETH. It was last sold a lot of for 6 ETH. Uh, of <laughs> okay, we'll keep that on your uh, Christmas list, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. All right, what else do we have? Uh, any other things that just 
just missed the cut. Mm. Honorable mentions. Yeah, we got most influential. The Federal Reserve, J-Pow, and interest rates. Uh, you mm. got to say that interest rates were the most influential this man thing. Won. Yes, this man, this man successfully killed crypto as soon as interest rates cut. You can't kill crypto. Kill David. well, okay. Did the he damage? Killed he, 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 killed, he killed Doquan. He, he, he no, killed no, no, Three Capital. You got it all wrong. This guy cleansed us oh, of that, all of the 2022 villains. That's a good take. This that's man. a good take. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Thank this guy you. pulled out Power. the tide. Turns out Doquan had no trunks. Turns out zero, three hours capital had no trunks. Yeah. Uh, BlockFi, no trunks. Uh, FTX, no trunks. Uh, and yep. this guy revealed him all. So yes, I, I take that back, Ryan. Uh, this He's guy killed all of the, the of, of the unsustainable short-termerism inside of crypto. So while we're all down bad because of it, uh, it was the washing, the cleansing that we need. This, this is such a creepy photo too. What's with the creepy photos? Yeah, this looks like a Powell at a wax museum or something. No, it's Powell, um, Powell from Midjourney for sure. Okay. Um, what do we got? Uh, I think you've got best meme on best the list meme. too. Best meme. Oof, that's a hard one. What do we got? GM. 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 Uh, so th this particular is a meme of a, a guy pushing a cart full of boxes. Uh, and he's looking over at a friend who's just got one tiny little box. And he goes, is that all you need? And the man with the tiny little box, the tiny little box is named GM, by the way, uh, is uh she's saying yes yes it is well, all i need i i still i still feel like i can say gm at the end of 2022 some of the other memes created in 2022 did not last like i, I think it'll be a very long time before i um like say we're all gonna make it yes I, like, we're I all gonna make it definitely that. worst meme of 2021 yeah we're not all gonna make it one of the reasons why gm is the best meme ryan is that there actually is no canonical gm meme it is a as all good memes are decentralized there's where where did gm come from where is its epicenter somebody started saying it we all no, we all started saying good morning and somebody shortened it to gm and then gm just proliferated just bam 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 so gm the most decentralized meme that we've ever come up with well G gm uh to you david GM to um you, all right, look, that, that was it, right? We went mm -hmm. through all of everything, uh, but we still have something on the list, which yeah. is you never, when we went through the list of top moments, you stopped right mm -hmm. before we got to number one. Yeah. So I think we're ready for the top moment of 2022. <laughs> uh, can you give it to us? What's coming in at number one? Coming in at number one, I never thought it would actually happen, but in, when was it, May of this year? Yes, May 16th of this year, absolute history was made in all of crypto where ryan sean adams was confirmed a real human being and i met this man <laughs> in in west palm beach florida oh uh, my god this is where ryan it and is. i met for the first time but up it up that's it that's it well look it had to be self-serving because mm -hmm. it's, you know it's bankless at the end of this yeah. so this is by the way i'll note that david put this ahead of the merge so um <laughs> sorry vitalik all the developers know you guys worked hard but look david and i met this year for the mm -hmm. first time and that was a pretty big deal it was a pretty um, big deal that's it man what a year we can wrap this one though yeah. it's over that was our that's that a, was our, that is a wrap that was that's a wrap that was our week in wrap like we've got some more stuff coming up content wise actually shows the end of the year so we've got um i think a Voorhees show coming up we got vitalik coming in the podcast i think a major theme for us guys in next year is going to be uh how we rebuild in the aftermath of all of this, right? How do we build crypto back on strong foundations? And so we're gonna get into all of that. Of course, 
We also have Ryan Selkis mm -hmm. giving us his crypto theses next week, which uh, I always enjoy. This is kind of an annual tradition for us too. Um, but so is the bankless moments. We did one from last year too, and it's just a fun way to recap the year. So thanks for putting this together, David. Yeah, I'm sorry the year was so bad, but hey, it's over now. Was it bad? Needed to happen. Look, do you remember that tattoo in January? Needed to happen. Um, guys, thank yeah, you for hanging with us. The chat, Ryan, uh, is not convinced that you are a real person. Look, okay. AI technology is not this advanced. Come on, how can you simulate this? This is, uh, <laughs> looks pretty real to me. Uh, it felt real, David. Well, let me just say that. Um, all right, guys, let's end it here. Risks and disclaimers, this is our time to let you know none of this has been financial advice. Never is on Bankless. ETH is risky. Crypto is risky. DeFi is risky. If you need more evidence of that, go listen to the podcast again, all right? We've got villains here as well as heroes. You could lose what you put in, but we are headed west. This is the frontier. It's not for everyone, but we're glad you're with us on the bankless journey. Thanks a lot.